1: The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication, it goes to a relationship. Just drilled
0: him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right,
1: lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Neeson Hopkins. This
3: is Oscar uh, Bonk. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And
1: this is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, office equipment solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers Six thirty, 6 Shed.
0: District at Rogers Place. We got ourselves a preseason game night with a little bit different focus tonight than perhaps any other preseason game played in Edmonton over the last several years. The return of Connor McDavid in the lineup tonight. He's good to go. We'll be hearing from him and several others in the opening half hour of Oilers Now. We're live at Rogers Place with Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buyer lease next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Oh, Brendan Escott, Scott, tell me why we opened up with Nirvana to open today's show. Back in 1991, on this day, they dropped their first album. Never mind. You know mm-hmm. what? Uh, for the record, I, I I don't think they used the term "drop" back in 1991 because I was roughly your age. By the way, did you get over your like your your, your whole birthday thing? Like, was that like a week long celebration? Because when I was in my 20s, it was a week-long thing.
2: Well, definitely weekend long. There was three or four nights there that uh, that we got to indulge a just, little bit.
0: Just don't get cheated any at-bats, let me tell you. Because one day you'll wake up, if you're lucky, in your 50s, uh, and you'll be sitting there saying, where did it all go? And right now, every guy I, I know listening over the age of 50 is laughing, thinking, you know what, you're right. So make her count. Do everything hard, Brendan. That's my advice to you. That's my older brotherly advice because I don't want to say fatherly advice because you got it, Dad, but that's my advice. Duly noted, Bob. Let her rip, baby. Let her rip. And Connor (laughs) McDavid's going to let her rip tonight in the Edmonton Oilers lineup. We'll give you the lineups, all that kind of stuff in a second. We are live at Rogers Place. Reed Wilkins is going to pop in just after 1220. It is a Tuesday. That means Stoffer and Specter for... The Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta, out at Century Mile, where they have live standard bread racing every Friday night and Sunday afternoon, and every Saturday afternoon at Track on 2 in Lacombe. Here's uh, what else we got coming up on today's show. We'll hear from Sam Gagne. He's going to play tonight in line with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and James Neal. So, Sportsnet's Beck Reed, welcome Sam Gagne, Mike House as well from the Stollery Mighty Millions Lottery. And I've known Mike for, wow, uh, 37 years now, I think, going back to like 1982, 83. Uh, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Who's live anyways? There's still a few tickets left coming up Saturday night. The River Cree Resort and Casino tickets at RiverCreeResort.com. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Special thanks to Heartland for supporting Oilers Now over the course of the last year. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brendan, at Brendan Escott. Again, Spectre's coming up, but we're going to get right into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Connor McDavidson's storyline tonight, Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Connor McDavid had this to say on returning from injury and being in the lineup tonight.
3: I don't know. It was, I mean, Ken, Ken said it right. I mean, we originally we thought you know hopefully one maybe none um you know this is probably a little bit earlier but um everything's been feeling good so there anything special Do you want to put a test tonight Do you want to see if everything is back where it was i just want to play and just be out there and, and see what that feels like again
2: are you getting more restless as that kind of camp progressed and watching some
3: of the games was that kind of started to increase a little bit uh no um you know, I, I knew the situation i was in it's a little bit different than what everyone else is doing so i definitely understand uh i need to be patient but um you know doc said it's good so we'll
0: play. Conor david also says he won't alter his game after the injury
3: uh no you know there's i've, I've been doing that for a long time and, and uh he you know, you hit the post, and, and you know he hit it in the wrong way, and, and that happened. So, I've gone flying into the net before, and had nothing happen at all. And, and these things happen as part of the game, and, and you move forward. All
0: right, uh, McDavid added some additional thoughts, and Mark Giordano reached out after the play, uh, reiterating the, a comment that he had uh, last year at the end of the season.
3: He stopped by after the game before we left, uh, just to see how I was, which was nice. And then he reached out, uh, kind of in the middle of the summer as well. So I definitely appreciate that he didn't have to do that.
0: All right, and then Connor McDavid was also added. Uh, asked uh, some additional thoughts on what's been different under Dave Tippett.
3: Well, hopefully faster. Um, and, and you're seeing more of a attention to detail defensively. I think that's the main thing. We got to find a way to keep pucks out of our net. You know, scoring goals isn't too much of an issue, um, although we didn't, we weren't great last year, but um, we can score goals. So uh, we got to find a way to keep them out of the net.
0: All right, uh, interesting. Joel Person's going to play tonight. He's going to be once again slotted with Oscar Klefbom, and he's going to get some power play time. He had these comments.
3: Obviously I feel better and better, um, I learned uh, the game more and more, forever practice goes on, system-wise and uh, the difference between the bigger small eyes, so, I mean better and better, uh, still a bit to learn I think, of course, so, uh, but uh, yeah, it was fun to play with, uh, to try to play with the top unit today, uh, we'll see how it works out tonight.
0: All right. Uh 1210 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We're in our direct work where Oilers Now Audio Vault. Mike Smith starts in goal and he says two preseason games would be fine for him.
2: For missing as much time as I have already. I, th- I think it feels, you know, I feel as solid as I did at the end of last season, so uh, it'll be nice to get into a couple games and and start feeling pucks again from uh, you know from different shooters and and more game realistic stuff out there and like I said feel good feel good about where my game's at right now. And nice to get back out there with the team tonight and uh, feel it in the game.
0: And. Uh... Smith added some additional thoughts on uh, adjusting to some new defenders.
2: Oh, well, I think anytime you go to a new team, there's there's always adjustments that are made, and and uh, every player plays a little bit differently. So I think there's there's definitely a period of time where you're getting used to players and how they react to different uh, situations in the games. And uh, like I said, as a guy with the you know playing the puck, that's there's an adjustment period with that too. But um, the more we're on the ice together, and the more we start playing together, the more we get comfortable with that. And and uh, been talking about it a lot, so it'd be nice to get out in the game and, and uh, start putting it into play here.
0: Dave Tippett is the Oilers head coach. Uh, let's start with his thoughts on what Connor and David brings to the group.
1: I felt like there was a little bit of that the other day against Calgary. Here comes Leon, and okay, let's watch Leon for a while. Like it's a team sport, everybody has to play, everybody has to do their part, right? But that being said, you know, Connor, he's, he's obviously a special player, but I've seen it you know we talk about he's been ready to go for three weeks or wanted to go for three weeks he raises the level of practice just with the things he does the speed he plays at and it makes everybody else come with him and hopefully that's what we see in the game tonight like he's you know he plays at a speed that very few players play at and uh, I'd like our team to all try to keep up to that speed because we are we're playing hard and we're playing well
0: Tippett added some additional comments on managing McDavid's ice time tonight.
1: Depends how the game goes. We'll see how it goes. You know, we, I like the where we are. have got you know, we've got a veteran group right now. We're trying to. Through the first four games, we really experimented with a lot of people, a lot of people in different roles. Now we're trying to stabilize a little bit. And we're still going to, you know, there's some guys that are going to play those last couple games after this. But I'd like to get a read on our lineup. And then when you look at your lineup, it's the stability of your lineup, how you use your lines, how you use your D pairs. The rhythm of the game that goes through, the special teams rhythm that you have to go through. So I'm trying to get a feel for where we're at with with the players and just the mix we have right now. That's why we've gone with the real veteran lineup tonight. At, uh, I want to I want to figure out exactly where we're at.
0: And uh, that is Dave Tippett. That wraps up our Oilers now audio vault. So here's what happened and it is a dress rehearsal and in many ways, shapes, or forms. Uh, Connor McDavid with Leon Drysdale and Zach Cassian. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins with Sam Gagné and James Neal. And Riley Sheehan with Jajar Kara and Josh Archibald. Colby Cave with Patrick Russell and Alex Chason. I'll mention that Granlin uh, thought might he might have tweaked something the last game out. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't in Kelowna. So, uh, Berdasov in on a PTO. Nygaard will not play. Uh, he's got a nasty, about a 2.5-inch, 3-inch scar on his face. Uh, Thomas Yurko. Got a little banged up in the first period of his last appearance as well. On defense, uh, it'll be Nurse with Larson, Clefbaum with Person, and Chris Russell back in. This is his first game with Matthew Benning, Mike Smith to start in goal. Bear and Samarukov. Sorry, Samarukov. Bear and uh, Bouchard, a couple right shots, uh, will not play. Wouldn't surprise me if they both got in against the uh, Winnipeg. Uh, Jets. I think Ethan Bear has had a great camp. Um, William Laguson and Brandon Manning are left shot options. I know some people out there think while well, the Otters will keep Manning as a seventh, they might. I think right now it's between uh, Bear and uh, uh, Lagason and we've discussed this for a while now. Bouchard, in a in a Ken Holland, Dave Tippett era, you're going to be playing yourself up. Keep that in mind for a guy like Nygaard as well, who had a has had a he had a real good last game uh, before he took the skate cut. Uh, he's going to – I have a feeling he's going to make the uh, the 14-man roster. And uh, we'll wait and see. Bertasov's in a tough spot just because he came in so late. So as for the Oilers opponent tonight, Arizona, I'll, I'll work on that. They're here. They skated. Uh, they're not broadcasting their road games. They're not playing any home games. So basically they're getting the same amount of attention as they do on a day-by-day basis in their own market. You can take that any way you want. But it's awesome seeing the 3,000-plus uh, Oiler fans that end up in Arizona for all of the games that get played in that uh, fine venue where they play, and no one really cares. 12-17 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you in three minutes' time. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports, and obviously we'll be starting off talking about the return of one Connor McDavid.
3: This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630. Chet.
0: Oh, welcome back, everybody. 1219 at Edmonton, Bob Stoffer. Just trying to do the math here. Kyle Brodziak technically remains on. The Oilers have 31 players left in training camp. they got to get down to 23. Really, they'll be down to 24 because Brodziak will be listed all season on in their roster. Extra forwards not in the lineup tonight. Uh, Tomas Yurko, uh, Joe kim Nygaard, uh, Bertasov who's in on a PTO, uh, Marcus Granlund, who's going to be on the team, Gaetan Haas. Uh, on defense, Bear, Bouchard, Laguson, and Manning. My guess is only one of those four is going to remain Shane Sturet. Do we know if it's uh, 100% that Sturette's stare well, it No, no, I, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Well, no, 100% what? Anyways, uh, let's get to it, Reed Wilkins.
4: Stare what? Uh, <laughs> so, Connor McDavid, are we all going to be staring on him tonight? I think so. <laughs> I think this preseason game just got a lot more interesting for, uh, well, I think any, any fans of the National Hockey League. Good to have him back. I mean, obviously. I think we always got the sense that it was pretty sure he'd be good for opening night. I think it was just a matter of when he would get into a preseason game and, and how many. So he's so he's in tonight. This is an, an interesting Oilers lineup. I mean, Granlin obviously is injured, and and you referenced Nygaard took the. Skate I said he to the was face. tweaked. Tweaked. Pardon me. He's, yes. It's a yes. If it's a regular season game, maybe it's a, he's playing, but. Yeah, I mean McDavid going to be with Drysdale and Cassian, so it'll be exciting for those guys to play together. And, and I, I like what Dave Tippett said as well about the impact this could have on the team. And what did he say? Let's let's not hope we're just standing around watching Connor. It's a team sport. When the other guys are on yes. the ice, they got to try to contribute in the in their own way. But Mc, McDavid's excited to go. You, I mean, he's obviously very soft spoken and reserved when he does the interviews, but I, I think he could tell today he's he's eager to get into a game.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, it's, hey, there was concerns from some people that he might not be able to come back until December. And I know there was quite a lengthy uh, portion of Elliot Friedman's 31 Thoughts today uh, that focused a bit on, I mean, the PCL injuries, uh, there's always different perspectives as to how to handle those sort of things. And so here we are. And uh, I think it's good that it's a home game frankly, mm-hmm. and I think it also shows you the res- resiliency and the athleticism that, that he has um, and the commitment that he has, and that's why he skates the way it is. I mean, he's just, he's such a, dedi- like, if you know anything about him, you know how dedicated the guy is and how committed he is, and that's why his career trajectory has gone the way it is, just because he, w- he was the focus that he has. I mean, that it's a truism in life. The people that are all in and all engaged are often the most successful people. The people that are half-assed usually fail.
4: Well, I but think you, you have to have the the mental game is as as much of it as as the physical game. To if you're going to separate, I mean, obviously he has the physical skills, but he he has the he has the commitment and the work ethic and and the drive. And he didn't he didn't want to sit out. He didn't want to be he wants to be one of the gloves. guys. And I and I think that
0: that's the other thing. Reed
4: is. You get the sense that he 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 doesn't want to be treated any different than any other player. No, for I, I mean, for a player that's in the spotlight. Well, I was going to say as often as he is, but it's not often. It's constant. It's it's the most often it could possibly. He doesn't really. I, I don't know if it enjoy is the right word, but I, I I don't think he needs it. You know, I think there's there are some players who. Sometimes they get a little bit of fuel by who's like well, Jeremy Roenick would pop into mind like he George he, 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 they, they George sometimes LaRock. they like it
0: if a story is revolving around them George LaRock locked liked a lot of attention for a fourth line player okay make no mistake about that Connor would be. He's he he loves seeing others. He's more. Think about when you interview him. He's more comfortable talking about his teammates than he is. He will give you a better himself. answer
4: if you ask about someone else. And I, I remember. I mean, we both know Chris Knobloch very well. Obviously, I remember interviewing him going into that that draft, and Knobloch said he's almost deferential to a fault on the ice. Like there were situations in in junior where he could have scored or likely could have scored or got the better scoring chance but he would, he would pass off because he he wanted other players to to get in on it as well. I, I don't think he has that in the NHL because it's obviously a higher level of competition, but that's, that's just who he is.
0: Nick Saban said, mediocre people don't like successful people, and successful people don't like mediocrity. <laughs> and that's where the tension also exists in interpersonal relationships. And lots of people out there, Many of you maybe own your own businesses or are senior managers and oversee people. And, uh, you know, what type of people do you hire? Do you hire people that might be better than you, more skilled than you, or do you hire your buddies? And as for McDavid, he's a guy that, uh, you know what, he's not a mediocre guy. He's driven to succeed. And I'm not at all surprised that he's probably about a week to two weeks ahead of things right now. What other storylines are we – I mean, McDavid's well, the obvious focal
4: point. We haven't even discussed Arizona because they're the most – No, I'm not going to. I, I'm, still, <laughs> I, I'm still looking at the second line left wing position. Gagne's there again. I don't know if he's I, – I thought he had a better game. We have a trade. On Friday. Oh, what happened? Here you go. Oh, is this the uh, Blues one or did something else happen? Yeah, just the Blues deal. Did, just came down the pipe. Of, uh, well,
0: wait a sec here. We're getting uh, Justin Falk has been uh, traded to the St. Louis Blues for Joel Edmondson, Dominic Bach, and a seventh-round draft choice. Elliot Friedman reporting that Justin Falk receives this. This came down 21 minutes ago. Wow! Uh, that Falk receives a seven-year extension at 6.5 million for the Blues.
4: I know we were going to get to that in NHL today. Your thoughts? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think that, what is he, 28, 29? How old is he? Hmm. I Look at the right side of the Blues
0: defense now. Think about it. they got Pareko, oh, Pareko there. And Petrangelo.
4: And Falk. That's pretty good. I, I, you know, that's an interesting deal for me. Uh, just cause I think he'll be, won't he be into his mid to late thirties, but well, he's in twenty seven. He's twenty seven. So he'll be thirty four. The thing but that concerns me a bit with Falk is his foot
0: speed. Uh he's obviously an intelligent player with an offensive dimension. So there you have A Reed, All
4: guess right. yeah. So anyway, I, I still look at the left wing on Nugent Hopkins oh. line. I, I don't know I, I mean I want to see what Gagne does does again there tonight. Is he holding it maybe For for Nygaard, for Yurko to possibly get a look there in one of the final two preseason games, I I think that's possible. And I want to see how the line of Cave, Chaseon, and Patrick Russell plays. Patrick Russell's had a pretty good season. Um, You know, is Cave going to be the guy in that role? And and it's interesting now with Chason, kind of slotted on a fourth line, five on five, but he might be the net front presence on the number one power play. So that's sort of interesting usage but i mean maybe he's going to excel a little bit there and joel Pearson's quite a story another game with clef bomb and it looked like he was he was running the, oh, the main power play today he's got
0: real good hands the question he does is, will he be able to skate at an nhl level on a consistent basis sir yeah that's can, gonna be the pass, biggest question
4: he passes well and we'll see if he can also get the get the shot through and then once it becomes more of a grinding game as we get into the regular season how does he hold up special that?
0: F- special thank you to colin for sending me a text to notify me on the trade, thanks, Colin. Good work. Uh, and we'll wait and see on that front. What time is the? Obviously, we're going to talk more about McDavid yeah, tonight. Five thirty face-off show tonight. Games at seven. Okay. Uh, thank you, Reed. That's Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. It's twelve twenty-eight Edmonton. I better check the script because I've been wrong like three of the last four days. Um, but we are gonna to go to a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwin.
3: Oilers
4: Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.